0: Five years ago we lost, all of us, we lost friends, we lost family, we lost a part of ourselves, and today we have a chance to take it all back, you know your teams, you know your missions, get the stones, get them back, one round trip each, no mistakes, no do-overs. Most of us are going somewhere we know. That doesn't mean you should know what to expect. Be careful. Look out for each other. This is the fight of our lives, and we're gonna win. Whatever it takes.
1: This is our moment. This is our mission.
0: Runs it up the middle. 15, 10, 5, dive into the run. Oh.
1: Jake, a lot to analyze and discuss.
0: Wolf, that was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire, inside a train wreck. It's the Krusty Burglar! Oh my god, he's stealing all the burgers! Why you little? <laughs> I got you! Go! Go! Oh, oh, it, it's all, it's all ju- ju- just an act. Stop! <laughs>
2: We're
0: in the end game now Avengers Assemble
3: This the 0 to 100 podcast. I am your host William C Walker Jr. It is episode 55, what I'm calling the end game, because uh, pretty much the Dallas Cowboys are are freaking terrible, they're awful, uh, and I've decided to bury them, because I really don't think they'll win another game this season. Uh, I, <laughs> In this episode, I recorded this conversation actually uh, la- earlier this week, it was actually last week. Um, and this was after the embarrassing loss to no name football team. So I have my friends Greg and Aaron, and my brother Corey on, and we pretty much just lower the casket and start putting dirt on them because i'm I'm pretty much done. And this is even after they just got beat by the freaking uh, Eagles, which are pretty much just as bad. Um, I'll get into my thoughts on that in an episode. So, also, I wanted to call this in-game because this is it. We are two days away from the election, and I'm ready for it to be over. There's a heightened anxiety, and so I was joined by Christina uh, late uh, this week. Uh, she jumped on... And we just went through our feelings it's not going to be included in this episode so this is where i decided to split episode 55 into two parts uh, because i just didn't want to have one long two-hour episode so this first part is pretty much just cowboys and pretty much putting an end to the season because it's over uh it really ended the second deck prescott broke his ankle like, when he broke his ankle, it was that was the end. That was literally the end. And it hasn't gotten better. They're awful. Dak Prescott is going to be the first quarterback to make $50 million. And he deserves it because he was literally holding this team together. Uh, so, I'm just... Oh, man. Anyway, uh, this episode is all Cowboys. Next part is all politics. Because we're here at the end and it's it's time for more important things. And I really want to encourage everyone who can vote to vote if you haven't already voted. But if you are doing mail-in ballot, please take your ballot to the drop boxes or take it to your polling place. Do not put it in the mail because Trump has really rigged this thing so that he can challenge as many mail-in ballots as he can. Because he's trying to steal this election. Because he's losing. So I really need you guys to take it directly in. Or I need you to get out there and vote on Tuesday like you never had before. You need to vote like your life depends on it. Because it does. And that's not hyperbole. I am just being honest because COVID cases are still rising. And this dude is has proven that he has zero interest or ability to manage this crisis. So, this is it. We're in the endgame now. And I started the episode with what I thought was the greatest campaign ad ever. It was Captain America's speech from Avengers Endgame, and it was interspersed with real footage of what happened in the 2016 election and what's been going on with COVID and the racial... Um, the racial just just explosion that took place this summer with um, you know the killing of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery and just all this crazy stuff so it's this is it we're here and I'm ready for it to be over but I'm I'm really optimistic but anyway let's get this funeral over with the cowboy season is done it's official This is the Zero to 100 podcast. All right, fellas, this is the Zero to 100 podcast. Let's uh, get this funeral over with. I got got my uh, fellow Cowboys fans on. What's up, Aaron?
2: What's going on, man?
3: What's up, Greg?
2: Hey, hanging in there, man.
3: Hey, what's going on, Corey? Hey, what's up, y'all? All right, so l- let me just ask y'all this: What was the moment that you guys checked out of the game on Sunday,
4: starting with you, Corey? Um, I was distracted dealing with the kids and stuff. So, like, I went to the door because my parents were bringing the kids back. Um, it, uh, I, right, it, they had just went for it on like, uh, it was third and five, so I missed. You know, I saw that play. Then it was, what, like fourth and one or fourth and inches. And so I was like, oh, well, of course they're going to go for it. But I missed the play. Then I come back and the Redskins scored a touchdown. And I, and I was only gone a few <laughs> minutes. And I was just like, what happened? So then at that point, I was like, oh, well, this game is over. Like, they down by a couple of scores. There's no way they're coming back. So I, I checked out after that. Greg, did you, did you stick with it the whole way
3: through? Or what point did you check out?
2: Unfortunately, I did, um, but I but but I was checked I was checked out um, after Andy Dalton's fumble. <laughs> I was checked out then. That was <laughs> early. That oh, was... yeah, it was early. <laughs> it was early because was I because you know what I mean. Defense makes a stand like they did, you know, um, and then you see that and it's just kind of like that's that's pretty much how the game was going to go, and in, in my mind, and that's how it went.
3: Aaron, and it's funny because I'm funny,
2: sorry, because I, texted, I texted my boys. I was like, I was like, I swear to God, I said, I said, I have a funny feeling that today that Andy Dalton is going to die, and he did.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aaron, when, when did
1: you check out? Man, now I did watch it to the end, but mentally, I have to agree with Corey because we were trailing nine three in the second quarter, and they had that fourth and one at the Washington forty-five. So instead of giving Zeke the ball, they decided to let Andy Dalton try to complete a pass, and he had nowhere to run it throw, and he just threw it up for grabs. So kind of like Corey, I blinked. Two plays later, they threw the bomb to uh, – McLaurin. Scary Terry, and there they go, up 15-3. So – the rest was history.
3: Yeah, that, that was the moment – that was definitely the moment I had checked out. I was just – like, I was sitting there watching it. It was fourth and one. Now, I went back and watched it. I did go back and watch the game just so I could be informed. And then – so, I, I saw the horrible pass that Andy Dalton threw behind Zeke and any other team you would think it would just be an incomplete pass, but not not this team where it's like you could possibly go in for a score – and cut it the 22 to 10 going into half. Instead, it's, you you pop it up in the air so it gets picked off so you don't get nothing. Um, but, yeah, after the fourth and one, I, I'm with you, Aaron. I couldn't comprehend why you just didn't hand the ball to Zeke. I was like, just give him the ball. Like, this the dude that you, you paid all the money to, so just give him the ball. And it, it's like, Dalton, I mean, even when Dalton composed himself and threw it, and I saw, like, Schultz was open. Lamb was open. I thought, oh, okay. But he overthrew it. Like, I, I just, I, I, okay. I was like, I, I don't even understand what that was. And then, yeah, two plays later, McLaurin roast Diggs, who got a holding call. But I'm like, how you hold and you still get roasted? That didn't even make By sense. By five
1: yards. <laughs> that didn't even make
3: sense. But – all right, so the next question, is this or, – or will this go down in history as the worst Cowboys team ever? Uh, Greg?
2: Um, to be determined still, I guess. I mean, it, 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 I, mean I think – I mean, I still think – I mean, since the division is so – I mean, there's obviously room and time to turn around, but I don't think it's going to turn around with this current coaching staff that we have. You know, I mean, it, it's obvious that, you know – this whole team, let alone just one side of the ball wants to play for this coaching staff. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, the quit that's on, that's on, uh, on on defense, but I mean, that same quit is there on offense too, you know, and you can't, I mean, I guess you can kind of blame that on Mike Nolan because the the pressure of the offense, it's just just core points to keep up with the amount of points that defense allows. But, I mean, I don't think that's the case. I think it's one of those things where I think the whole team is starting to quit on this coaching staff. Like, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to talk about Zeke, Will, and I know you're going to hate this, but, you know, which one of the best things they said about Zeke was
3: – Say that again, Greg, because um, I think you froze on me.
2: Okay. Uh, what was the last thing you ever said?
3: Uh, last thing you said, you were like, um, you like, I, I know I'm going to hate this, but you was talking about Zeke.
2: Yeah, I, I, what I was saying, I was like, I know you're going to hate this, but it's one of those things where one of the, one of the, one of the, the biggest, you know, the biggest things about Zeke that everybody had, you know, seemed to agree with was his ability to, for, to block in the backfield. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if Dak Prescott was in there, would Zeke have gotten blown up like he did? I don't think he would have. Because we've seen Zeke knock dudes' heads off that come flying back there. Yo. And it kind of I mean, looked like Zeke was kind of checked out. You know what I mean? And, and 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 it's one of those things where where we said last week, like, you know, and me defending him, like I feel like he's doing a lot to try to carry the team on his back. But it's you know, when that gets hard when everybody around you has the same mindset, like, you know what, whatever, we just gonna cash these checks on Monday. You know what I mean? So and I and I kind of feel like that's just how it went. Like it's just like, you know, and I don't know. I I Yeah, I don't know. It's just a mess.
3: So I'm going to get back into that. Uh, Aaron, do you think this is going to go down in history as the worst Cowboys team ever?
1: I'm going to say yes for this reason. Because you have a Super Bowl winning coach that has a good track record with uh, Green Bay. You have a roster full of talent, supposedly. So, I don't
2: mean to touch Darren, but I, what, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to believe that that's more Aaron Rodgers than Mike McCarthy.
1: See,
3: right. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to believe
2: that. Go
3: ahead. Me
1: <laughs> I mean, so you know, so when I thought about it's just the worst to go down. So then I thought about the years from 2000 to two, 2002, when we had Dave Campbell, and mm-hmm. we went five eleven. Five, eleven, three three straight years. But then I, I looked at those rosters. I said, well, you know, yeah, there was a whole lot of talent. You had the Quincy Carter and the Joey Galloway, Rocket Ishmael. Then on defense, you had Coakley and Dat Wynn and Darren Woodson. So I said, they didn't have as much talent, but they played harder. So I was trying to compare both of them. I said, you know, the way we're looking right now, this will go down as the worst year. Corey, worst Cowboys team ever?
4: Uh, I mean, I'll say definitely the worst in my memory. Like I was, I wasn't really into football or, or paying attention the year they went one and fifteen, and so you could say, I guess, record-wise, that that might have been the worst team. But that was also like a rebuilding year, and I think a lot of young guys and stuff. And so, um, yeah, because the worst that I can remember for the Cowboys was those Campo years, at five and eleven, and I'm like. I don't see how this team this year gonna get the five wins. It, like they would be lucky to get the five wins, and so um, it, definitely the worst Cowboys team in, in my team in my time of like being aware as a Cowboys fan, you know, which goes back to like the year before the first Super Bowl, and so um, yeah, this this team it, it's just like they don't they don't even have anything that you can kind of like. Root for, or hang your hat on, like, you know, certain players that you might like or whatever. They're not performing, and and you know, even if they putting up stats, they're empty stats. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean anything. They're not winning, and so, you know, this is definitely, um, yeah. Because I, I feel like even those five and eleven years, like they competed, or, or, and I mean, even the year when Romo got hurt and they went four and twelve. A lot of those games, they didn't lose until the second half. Like they were winning in the first half, even without like you know a good quarterback. But yeah, this it's just disgusting. Yeah, oh, I man. mean,
3: I, I was gonna say, I feel like this is gonna be the worst ever because like the camp. I mean, before this, the Campo years was the the one that I was like, I called it the Dark Ages because that was terrible. That them three straight years of five eleven, but. I remember the defense was actually good. Like, the defense was actually decent. It's just they didn't have any offense. And that's like when Parcells came in there, he took the exact same team, and then they went 10-6. and six. So it's just – I I, can't, I can get that. I do want to talk about something that Greg just brought up, too, when he was talking about it. Because I think we all acknowledge that it's clear the defense quit on Nolan. And you had the comments last week where the players was like, oh, this coaching staff don't know what they're doing. And so and we all figured it was them directing that, Nolan, more than Mike McCarthy. But when Andy Dalton got his head taken off and nobody on that offensive side of the ball came to his defense or fought for him, and the fact, like, you, you brought it up too, Greg, like when Zeke got blown up, I watched that joint like, at least – four or five times in a row because I will say this, as much as I don't like Zeke, I'll give him credit on being able to pass protect. but the fact that he got blown up by that dude, like he ESPN
2: made a meme out of it.
3: Yes. It was like, I was yeah. like, dog, I was
2: like, and I'm like, is he it had, because you he just- had Zeke, He had Zeke speed all in the air? I'm like, damn. That's man. I'm saying, he I was in the air, dog. It was like, he-
3: He got ran over like he was a Black Friday shopper at Walmart. And the people was like bump rushing the gate. I decided to take a break uh, here just because I wanted to talk specifically about Ezekiel Elliott. (sighs) Look, I know before the season started, he tested positive for COVID. He did catch COVID. So I don't know if it's like affected his ability, like from everything that I hear about people that have gotten COVID, even the the ones that survive it is that you, it affects people differently, but it can take away your energy and you can feel the effects of it even long after you've cleared it. And I just, this dude does not look right. And he looks terrible. Flat out terrible. I watched him tonight versus the Eagles. He averaged about three and a half yards a carry. And he just looks gassed. Like he doesn't look like he has any bursts or he can't... I mean, it's been a while since he's made anybody miss. Because even last season, he was not great in terms of making people miss. I'm pretty much done with him. That's just my feelings on it. I thought he had... His rookie year was sensational. His second year where he ended up missing six freaking games because he's a knucklehead, um, he still was decent in that. And then his third year, he was good. So it's just, but he shouldn't have got paid. You don't pay running backs. And that's the thing that pisses me off more than anything, that the Cowboys refused to pay Dak Prescott. But you paid Demarcus Lawrence when he refused to get surgery on his arm and until you paid him, and then you paid him. And then, like, Demarcus Lawrence, at least I'll say he gives 100% effort. I just don't think he's worth the money that you're paying him. That's just facts. Um, You paid Zeke because he was holding out, and he really hasn't done anything to earn it. Seriously. He's just a guy. But you're not paying him to be just a guy. He's terrible. There's there's no sugarcoating it. He's really really bad. He's not good. Um, you pay Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith is easily the worst linebacker in the NFL. I can say it without any hesitation. He is horrible. He is absolutely garbage. So I was gonna play uh, a a snippet of uh, like the first ten minutes of my political conversation with uh christina um just to give you guys a taste of what we're talking about going into this election um so this is just the first 10 minutes of our conversation to hear the rest of our political conversation i will be posting that in a separate episode after this you're listening to the zero to 100 podcast it's the Zero to 100 podcast. I have my very good friend and frequent uh guest Christina on. What's up, Chris? Hey, hey, what's going on? All right, so it's just me and you tonight. I wanted right. to have you on. and I, I won't keep you too long, but I do want to talk about some of the stuff that's uh coming up going into the final days. We're mm-hmm. in what I'm calling the end game. This is the end game. <laughs> Okay, but, you know, it's, I, I say it because, like, I think it was uh, Thursday. I saw the best campaign ad ever. It Which was, was? It was um the Russo brothers, the directors of Avengers: Endgame. Mm-hmm. They took Captain America's speech from that movie and just interspersed it with like news footage from like what was going on and it was like, it was good. In fact, you know what, I'm gonna show you real quick. You
5: gotta send me like a link or something cause like, I mean.
3: Let me pull it up, I'm gonna pull it up. Okay, so yeah, this is the uh, campaign ad that I said is the greatest campaign ad ever. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll let it speak for itself. (laughs) Oh God.
0: Five years ago, we lost. All of us.
2: Wow.
0: lost friends, lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. Today we have a chance to take it all back. You know your teams, you know your missions. Get the stones, get them back. One round trip each, no mistakes, no do-overs. Most of us are going somewhere we know. That doesn't mean we should know what to expect. Be careful. Look out for each other. This is the fight of our lives. We're going to win, whatever it takes.
1: This is our moment. This is our mission. Assemble. (laughs) Let's go. All right. I'm fine. That was was really good. I was I'm
5: actually surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised, actually.
3: See, I was like, I saw it. I was like, yo. Let's go. I'm fired up now. I was like, I'm fired up. And she was laughing at me because I showed it to her last night, and she was just like – I startled her because, like, when it got to the point, he was like, whatever it takes. And I was like, let's go. She's like,
5: what are you doing? I feel like she should be used to the outburst. Is she not there on Sunday and Monday she, for football? You know what? She's used to it, but
3: this season I haven't been giving out too many out- – well, after last game – the outburster did like I was like I'm done like I, I pretty much stopped like at the like the after the first quarter and then she just was like oh she's like I'm like she's like what's wrong with you because I wasn't upset like I just mm-hmm. it is what it is like I've laid them to the rest so <laughs> and that was a funny thing because today she was saying I was watching so much news today she was just like. I would prefer you to be stressing about the Cowboys as opposed to <laughs> me. <laughs> but, it's, I mean, it's only a few days left. Oh, God. And I just, I, you know, it's like, if it wasn't for what happened last time, I wouldn't be stressing to this extent with it.
5: I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I'm definitely stressed. I, I mean, I'm really worried and But I think this is where you and I differ, and and this Mm -hmm. is what we were talking about, where you're stressed, but you're optimistic, and I'm stressed, and I'm pessimistic. Mm -hmm. I don't really have a lot of faith in the American people, because the American people voted that orange tornado in there to begin with. And Black women tried to save the day the last time, and Mm -hmm. yet we're being... We're, if you see all the news outlets and all the polls and all these articles, it's like they're looking for us to yet save it again, and it's just like, why why we gotta keep saving? But why I, can't I, y'all just? I think that's you know?
3: part of why I feel a little bit more encouraged. Like it, it's funny. Like I was telling Shelley today. I mean, there was there was there. It's a it's a pend like a, a pendulum, and it's yeah. like. It, I am overall more optimistic, and the, and the reason is because I keep I keep searching out stuff to explain why this is different from twenty sixteen because mm-hmm. like you went into it like like uh, going back into it to twenty sixteen like Hillary was favorite to win and it was like she should have won like you, and then you look at how Trump won it was just so bizarre and you definitely had people. That hid the fact that they were voting for Trump. Like, they were like, Yeah. You know, like, you definitely had people who was like,
5: Yeah. And I know a lot of those Trump voters are like now, like, mortified that they voted for him. Yeah. So they're like, I know that they're not. But the only thing that kind of made me a little bit, kind of like, Ooh, gave me a little bit of hope, give me a little bit, like, kind of pink inside. And I know you're going to laugh and think it's so mean. But when I looked and I saw, that the covid cases were going up in the areas that are usually red states i was kind of happy because i was like maybe they sit their asses home yeah. it's just. <laughs> i, I mean, was like yes and i felt you know kind of like it was like a double like a ha ha you didn't think it was real and now it's happening to your state and it's happening again and hopefully it's so close to let to um elections that you know they'll they won't vote or they won't, uh, yeah, they won't vote, whatever. So I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping a few more of those states get gets hit with it. I know that sounds very mean, but I just feel like, well, the Republicans are mean, they're, they're meaner um, and, and Democrats need to, you know, get a backbone. I think it was like, it was funny
3: because um, when he was in Nebraska, because like Nebraska has, they have a really weird system where it's like they just award one electoral vote and you really just have to win one county in the state which is so that's again i'm just like this system is is weird like it really shouldn't be this way
5: no we should get rid of i've said i've been saying this for years we i think i was saying this even when obama was running Mm -hmm. For first time like we really need to get rid of the electoral college it is it's an old system it doesn't it doesn't make any any sense more and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like it
3: doesn't make any sense. After I mean, the the first election I ever voted in was the Bush versus Gore, and so that first one I voted
5: in.
3: That was that shook me. Um, mm. That shook me in terms of like because you always hear like how voting is important, and that was like the very first time I ever voted, and so I was like, you know i couldn't comprehend for the life of me what was happening like i was like how is yeah. this like how did he not win like he's mm-hmm. i was like the majority of the people in this country voted for this guy like that doesn't make any sense and then it was just like the way they did it because it was like they announced early gore won florida and then next thing you know they're like oh no he didn't and you're like what and, and i know and it just so happened that his brother was the governor of right. it, it just it just made no sense to me so I was so confused and it was like okay
5: did you see like like the little videos of the old lady sitting there counting up the balance I'm like this is a system that they're yeah. using it just, it this is, this is in the year 2000 2001 exactly. whatever year
3: that exactly. was really exactly so it's like it just if I was so kind of like this is crazy this doesn't make any sense and then so like when 08 comes I'm pretty, I mean, not 08, because um, yeah. Bush score Bush was 2000 and then 04 was Kerry Bush. And yeah. I just knew, I was like, I know he wasn't going to get in there. I was like, I know he wasn't going to win again. I was like, he didn't win last. I was like, there's like, he, I was like, this shouldn't happen. Like, he's not going to win again. And then, so he barely won, but I remember like, this was like after 9-11 and, he was so in the hole, like, oh, they can't protect you. We're at war. You can't vote me out now. I'm already doing the work. And people <clears throat> bought into that, and they I guess they weren't excited about Kerry. And so it's like, you know, but when Obama won, you felt so optimistic. Like, you just felt optimistic about things. and
5: I Well, because he was a black man. You yeah. felt like, oh, maybe things will change yeah. for us, you know? And yeah. then it's like.
3: Yeah, it's it just like you thought that the demographics of this country, you thought mm-hmm. was, has shifted in such a way mm-hmm. that he could, you know, it, it, we change the game. But then was, like, you know, I was looking at it um, with Chalet last night. We were looking at the breakdowns of demographics in this country. And it's still like the uh, population is still 76 percent white and it's only like 13 percent black, 18 percent.
5: Latino, and... I'll be honest with you, I really don't, I don't believe that. I, I really don't believe that. I, I mean, do I think that the white people are still kind of in the majority? And I really hate to say white people and as a my, as a majority, because I'm just like, no. Uh, they just have more numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, I just, I feel like when I say that they're the majority, that, some, that somehow, I feel like that word makes them, like, better, and the minority, I just don't like it. But anyway, um, I really don't think that's actually accurate. I really just feel like this last census that was going on, Mm -hmm. I saw the comments that people were making. And a lot of people did not fill out the census because they were just, you know, for whatever Mm -hmm. other, most of the reasons were all ignorant. In fact, all the reasons were were ignorant, which leads me to believe that there is probably way more Black, Asian, Latinos, quote-unquote, the minorities. There are far more of us than they are of them. I really See, do feel that way.
3: I think that that's why like, when I was even looking at the numbers, I was like, it,
5: just,
3: it doesn't feel like
1: nah. that.
3: the percentages don't feel that way to me. That was just the uh, first uh, 10, uh, 11 minutes, actually, of the conversation that I had with Christina about the election um, and our feelings going into it. We definitely <laughs> differ uh I have been feeling more optimistic the closer we get but I've also been feeling a heightened sense of anxiety and I just think it's because of in fact it's not even be, uh I think it's because I know it's because of what happened 4 years ago and uh I am trying to stay positive but it's very very difficult um but if you really want to hear the rest of our conversation, which we, we get into a number of different subjects. In fact, we even talk about, um, uh, the recent endorsements from s- some certain rappers who I'm um, just, there's no other, if I'll get into it in the next episode. So, um, f- finishing up, this is the remainder of my Cowboys conversation as we bury the Cowboys. Cause this it's it's done. It's, Officially a wrap. It's uh, as the little kid in The Simpsons was saying in the opening clip, uh, "Stop it! He's already dead. They're they're already dead. It's it's over." Uh, this is the zero to one hundred podcast. I just, I, I, I just. So it's like, so I guess the question I'm asking you guys is, do you feel like the entire team is checked out? on uh, Mike McCarthy, and I'll start with you, Greg.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I, I absolutely do, you know, and, and like I said before when Aaron was talking, like so I think it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's looking more and more like Mike McCarthy was a problem in Green Bay. You know, everybody was talking about Aaron Rodgers, and he got a new coach, and look what they're doing up there. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, like he hasn't missed a beat other than last weekend. You know what I mean? But every every quarterback's entitled to have that game, especially when you're Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, it just goes to show, like, you know, you know, it's it it, it 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 they they have, you know what I mean. And, and whatever it was up there in Green Bay that made Aaron Rodgers check out of Mike McCarthy is the same thing that these these guys down here are checking out with. They're just not fooling with them, you know what I mean. And and the defense is is, is the defense could you know, is one thing. But you got to think about this: like Aaron Rodgers had always had a bad defense, right? And when he when he's he under Mike McCarthy and he was man managed to roll, why can't we do it now? And we got all the talent in the world. It's just like these guys are just like whatever. You know what I mean? And even C.D. Lamb, he had, what, two, three drops of today?
3: That's the you issue I mean? I'm concerned about because, like, he had his worst game. Trayvon digs, even though, like, he had flashes here and there, he had a really bad game. Um, I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let everybody else talk before I give my other point to it. Uh, Corey, do you think the entire team is checked out?
4: Yeah, I think that – I mean, the whole team is checked out because, like, that that um, Andy Dalton play, like, I didn't see it live, but I saw it after the fact. And just, like, I I don't understand. Like, I'm like, even if if you, like, have checked out on, on the, the game or whatever because you're getting blown out, take that as an opportunity to leave early. Like, go knock Bostic's head off. Start a brawl or something like – because I'm like – I remember, like that's, a, like when you play football or whatever, if you get blown out and don't want to be there, you might as well just, you know, hit somebody, get a flag, something like show that you care. Like they didn't show any kind of effort or care, and like I, I was looking at that play that DK Metcalf made last night, chasing down Buddha Baker, I'm like, we don't got nobody on our team that would make a play like Not that. One. Not one. Not one. One person. <laughs> one, uh, will will put forth some effort, and, and that's true. Like, uh, Trayvon Diggs seems like he cares and is always uh, giving 100%. But I, I was just saying, like, the the offensive line coach needs to chew out every single lineman in that room. I, I hope uh, Tyron Smith or Zach Martin or, or Lyle Collins, if they're around, that they get some of these young guys and pull them aside and, and let them know that you can't leave your quarterback out there like that. Like. Think think about the Steelers in last year with with the Miles Garrett thing. And and Mike Pouncey, you know, was trying to kill Miles Garrett and said that the two-game suspension was worth it. Like, where where was that from Dallas? Like, it's just crazy. Aaron, you think they didn't quit the whole team? Nope. The only one
1: that hasn't quit yet is – the punter Chris Dose because he out there getting the most work. <laughs> Three and out, let me go punt. <laughs> Three and out again, here I go. Let's get this air time. So he the only one that's going hard. Everybody <laughs> else, yeah, they they quit. I mean, suit. I mean, I'm I'm wondering when am I going to quit? Because I mean, for the the the, the rest of the season, because like, listen, man, I work I work up in Philly and I hate walking into the school, and, and they gave me that smirk. How them cowboys do? I just hate that smirk, so it's got so bad this year that I just got to shrug my shoulders and kind of Man. agree with, with with these Eagles fans and what they say because it's all true. The, I, can't, I can't even fight it. <laughs>
3: that's why, I I, you know, there's a, um, the pastor of my church, He's a a dire Steelers fan, so it's like after the Monday night game, I I texted him and said, let me give y'all congratulations now. You ain't got to text me or call me when the Cowboys play the Steelers. Get it out now. Go ahead. Like, I'm conceding it. Because it's it's just – I'll say this. I definitely – you know, the only thing I take issue with when people talk about, well, it's clear that these players quit – well, Mike McCartney, I'm not disputing it I, I, because like Corey brought it up with the Steelers and Mason Rudolph. That's, that's circulating on, I've been seeing that circulating on Twitter. Like this is what you're supposed to do If somebody do something dirty to your quarterback. And that was a backup quarterback. That wasn't Ben Roethlisberger. That was, that was uh Mason Rudolph. So that's what you're supposed to do. Like you're supposed to have your, your uh, quarterbacks back. I do think your Tyron Smith was there or Zach Martin was there. They wasn't going to let that go down. But I'll say this, for the people that are sitting there going, like, because I was hearing a lot of people say this on Twitter. I was listening to the station down in Dallas. They call in there, and they be talking about, like, this team never would have did this on Jason Garrett. They never quit on Jason Garrett. I'm sitting there like, did y'all forget Thanksgiving last year versus Buffalo? Did y'all not see that game? Or did y'all miss the week after that? In Chicago, where Mitch Trubisky had a career night, or when they had the chance to win it in Philly, did you miss that? Or how about the last game of the season for three straight years in a freaking row and the team didn't show up? So y'all wanna sit here and talk about oh Jason Garrett wouldn't hit dog. I wanna hear that. I don't want to hear that. I do feel like it's these players, and I understand like people wanna say, Oh, Mike McCarthy's problem. Look, this thing was rotten before he got here. Jalen Smith is committing grand theft larceny. He is robbing people. Zeke is committing larceny. I understand that's y'all boy. That nigga is dead. He is not the same <laughs> Zeke. He is gone. He didn't, that, he is going. He's not there. He is not
4: I, there. I will say Zeke, it, it may be evidence that COVID is affecting people uh, more than you think, because look at uh, look at Zeke after he got it. Cam Newton, <laughs> how he played maybe yesterday. Maybe that's like, <laughs> what it is. Maybe is maybe that's it. Maybe COVID
3: then took his his ability to play football because he got ran over by like a I don't even know where, where that dude that linebacker was was that wasn't Chase Young that ran him over. That was some linebacker. I don't even know what his name
2: is. All right, let me. <laughs> Let me ask y'all this. And I don't think nobody knew who his name was until yesterday.
0: but <laughs> you
2: know, uh, but he, 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 you know he, here's the thing about it: The Cowboys players do a really good job of making other teams' players. Money. Yes, yes. Because, because 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 this dude looked like looking like the you know, and I don't like talking about this fool because of what he had to say about some stuff. But he was a reincarnation of Brian Alacr yesterday, the way he was running around, flying around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 who was the the, the DN? That made all of his money, Clay, Claiborne, from the Falcons a couple of years ago when he Duh. was abusing uh, Chaz, Chaz Green.
3: Chaz Green.
2: You know what I mean? Like, like, like we just making people money. That's what I'm saying. That's
3: what I'm saying. I just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. Or let me ask you this. And in fact, this, this, this shouldn't even take that long. I'll start with you, Mary. Is this the worst Cowboy – Or is this the worst defense? Not like the worst defense in the history of the NFL.
1: I'm going to say no because the schedule gets easier. So, luckily, they don't have to face as many offensive juggernauts. So, if we can deal with a team like the Redskins and give up 25 points a game, then no because there's teams that have done a lot worse. So,
2: we're talking about kids averaging 12 points a That's game.
3: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the Redskins are <laughs> Scooby? Watch. Washington, no. yes, Washington. Like Baltimore, no name. You know,
2: Baltimore is going to come in there and do their thing. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's going to oh, we we go to Baltimore. They're going to run us up out of Baltimore.
1: And then like, Pittsburgh,
2: like, like the worst. The, the, and it, and it Wasn't they said um, the Redskins were last thirty second in the league for rushing goes?
3: Washington, no name was ranked thirty second in the NFL. <laughs> 32nd in the league offense-wise. That's why Aaron, last time you was on, you was like, I got (laughs) Cowboys 16, 13. And I was like, how you figure this defense gonna hold anybody to 13 points? I'm just like, look, here, I'll say this. All right, Greg, is this the worst defense ever? I
2: mean, mean, it's, it's looking like it. I mean, it's looking like it. Anytime, anytime that you can uh, two weeks in a row, we had to, what, we had the we had the, the Giants last week. they averaged what 13 points a game somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. They put up 30 something points on us. We played Washington last, this week. They put up points major points on us. They all had their season both of those teams had their season high in points scored against us. Washington was was 30 second was in the league in Russian. And, and they and they and they, they they ran crazy. So I mean it's looking like it.
3: Corey, worst defense ever.
4: Uh I don't know just because I don't know the, the the statistics and I feel like um by the end of this year we'll we'll know for sure. Like I, I imagine yeah like with the the Ravens and Niners and Steelers coming up on the schedule. Y'all being yeah. way too nice. I'm going to just flat right right out it. worst fans.
3: defense ever. Y'all, I'm telling you right now, worst defense ever. And Greg said it. They get cash paid. They put the thing up in the broadcast. They were showing the running backs <laughs> that they played. They show what they do up against Dallas versus what they do versus the other teams in the league. you Drake. Averages sixty three yeah. yards rushing versus Dallas one hundred and sixty something. I know because the Ernest want Johnson, the <laughs> Ernest Johnson for the
2: Browns, you don't even know who this kid is. Season average thirteen yards versus Dallas ninety five. Look, what's you? know and didn't they hold on? Wait, didn't they say that dude from the Browns was like bagging groceries or something? Yes, like or he or was something? a no, he was a fisherman. He was sitting there catching fish. Yeah yeah, 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 he, he was, was catching mahi like, mahi. And then yeah, he was get a on. boat like Bubble Gump.
3: I'm telling you, yeah, right. there is not there is nothing that this cow this Cowboys defense is the worst defense I've ever seen. Period. I don't, I don't, I, I don't need to see anymore. I don't even need to see anymore. I'm just saying, whatever you do, I don't care. Like Aaron, you was like, well, it's gonna be on the teams? They got worse def- there's I don't care how bad your offense is. I'm telling you right now. I'm playing fantasy, and I'm telling you, I don't care if it's a fourth string running back. I am running. I'm going to pick up Gus Edwards. I don't care if you're playing the Cowboys. You are about to run for 200 some yards and you gonna score. I'm getting you. You fourth string wide receiver, I might as well pick you up because you're gonna be running wide open. I just, it doesn't. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this, Aaron, because you're the most optimistic. Clearly, <laughs> are they gonna win another game this season? I'm just gonna get my answer out right now. The answer is no. They're going two and fourteen. Go ahead, Aaron.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, and this is why. Because now, without Dalton, we're gonna be led by Ben DiNucci, and you saw his, the first play. He came in there, yo. <laughs> the, the dude came out fired. He completed a 30-yard oh, no, to Mari play, Cooper. On, wait. Didn't the first play, he dropped dropped the
2: ball? First play,
3: first play, he threw it back to Zeke. And it was yeah. a bad pitch, and it got dropped.
1: That that was the first one? Yes.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. The yep, first play, that was the first one. Okay.
1: Well, and
2: and, and, and I, another I, thing, and I text my boy. Sorry, Aaron, because I'm hype about the, the, <laughs> this, the new cat You know what I mean? Why why the hell is he catching the shotgun pass with one hand? What are you doing, bro? Yeah, Yeah, young boy
1: a young bull. He'll get it together.
2: <laughs> all right, go ahead, Aaron. Mark, go ahead.
1: Listen, all I'm saying is we can't get any worse <laughs> than Andy Dalton. And the way that Ben Denucci is at least taking risk, I think he can get us about two or three victories. I mean, because we can't finish any worse than f- uh, the 5-11, and 11, Corey, right? Corey, man, Aaron is,
3: man, Aaron, man, Aaron,
2: man, is on, man, Aaron's
3: smoking tonight. You drinking tonight. Man,
2: how much? Corey, how much longer we got it? Because Aaron talking like
3: that, I'm about to fill this cup
4: up again. <laughs> Corey, I'm gonna win another game. <laughs> uh I mean the Giants are so bad that I, I feel like they they could beat the Giants. So I'll give I'll give them that one.
2: And they almost beat us?
4: Yeah, Yeah, but, but,
1: okay, so, listen, they got the Giants. They got the Washington team again. They got Cincinnati. Come on, man. They can get three. Greg, are they going to win another game this season? All
2: right, so, the Giants almost beat us last week. We lost to Washington this week. And the Bengals just went with a shootout with Baker Mayfield this week. Hell no, we ain't winning no more games. I'm with Green. I'm with Green. <laughs>
3: we ain't I winning just, no more games. I I had, right. them I had the Cowboys in the beginning of the year. I'm going fourteen. Unless
2: here's the thing about <laughs> it, and, and I don't think you had this question on the list, Will. Mm-hmm. Unless we address the quarterback position, that's the only way we can. Was the only way we can salvage it? Because I heard that, because they were talking on on the, the Fox pregame. And I didn't hear anything about these rumors. Apparently, there's a, there's a rumor going around about us making a trade for Matt Stafford. I don't think that's going to work out with seeing what he did yesterday. Oh, I haven't
3: even heard that. They that were talking heard, about a uh, uh,
2: pregame that, that one of them said – I think it was Terry Bradshaw or – one of them said said it. They're floating the rumors around. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> that
1: sounds crazy.
2: But that does sound I've crazy. I've
1: actually heard about – uh, I actually did hear about about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that's like, the one like, I was like, about did, to say. I, did you know,
3: I hear that rumor. Him. I'll take – man, I'll take Fitzmagic all day. Look, look, look. I'll
2: take Fitzmagic all this, day. Here's what we need to do. That's going to get us those pick. three more wins. Here we need to do. Send a six-round pick up to New England for camp.
3: I do not no. want – no, no. Take no. his COVID. We
2: already got one
3: COVID-infected running back. We can't play no more. I don't want no COVID-infected quarterback.
1: We oh, can't on, play no more. No, I'm done. Give me Fitzmagic. So you're going to say Cam Newton when Ben DiNucci outplayed him. Look. Well, look, look,
2: look, 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 man, look what Will said. I mean, he had, my man had COVID. It takes take three weeks to get rid of people over that COVID. Okay. I, I, I'm going to say this. I'll say
3: this too. I think unless they trade for another quarterback, yeah, I, I just don't see it. I don't see another win. I don't even look, this defense is awful. Uh, uh, I know I found out earlier that. But who can we
2: past- trade for?
3: I know. Apparently, they' shopping Everson Griffin, and I'm gonna say this: if somebody wanted him,
4: yeah. true, true.
3: The only people that wanted him was us. Look, look. I'm gonna say <laughs> this: if they call me and say, "Hey, we'll give you a seventh round pick," it's, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take, take it.
2: it. <laughs> He's all yours. But, I will well, take also it. too, you got well, Who? So, so. I so, mean, here's another question, and I, I don't. I mean, I, I didn't mean to bring up two questions, but no, that's fine. Who, who else? Who else could be out there? You know the for a trade. I mean, you got what? Well, I mean, depending on what's up with Tyrod Taylor's lung, you got Marcus Mariota. That's what I, I about, was about to say that's another thing about And the reason why I brought up Cam Newton. The re- only reason why I brought up Cam Newton is because with that offensive line, the way we that way it's so messed up right now. We're gonna need somebody who can who can run with the ball. Who you that's can true. call who you mm. can call scripted running plays for to get those he, linemen out he, he,
4: he can't run anymore.
2: That's, that's what I'm saying. I just don't oh, think.
3: Okay,
4: can run. Man. What y'all think about uh, Mitchell Trubisky? No, no. No.
1: no, no. no, no
2: come <laughs> on. I'm about to hang out. No. No. Listen, no. We, we might we go might <laughs> stick speaking with with Mitchell Trubisky. Speaking of Mitchell Trubisky, do you guys realize that we were this close to having Nick Foles as our backup quarterback two years ago? Yeah. I remember. That was where Jerry Jones was like, Foles
3: is an option. And that was 20, I think that was, um, was that 2015 or 2016? That
2: was like two, three years ago, right? It was, no, it I was,
3: uh, remember. I remember it. It was, um, I, no, actually, I think it was. It was, it was 2015 because it was where Romo got hurt, which is everybody is saying this is going to be again. I, I think this is going to be worse than 2015, I, honestly, because even back in 2015, the defense was not this bad. They were not this awful. And I just think that, I mean, even if they trade for a quarterback, <laughs> you're gonna have to, you have to block for yeah. And they don't, they can't. Like the damn broke on that. Like it, when, when Connor Williams is your best offensive lineman, something is wrong. You did, something is something is very, very wrong. Now I do know that I heard Zach Martin will be back uh, next game. Joe Looney is is not going to be back next game, but he should be back. And then also in a couple of weeks, Tyler Knight is going to be back. So technically, you can say the offensive line can get better. But again, here's the thing that, that makes me so mad about the defense. You don't have major injuries like that. You still have everybody, like for the most part. Okay, you don't have Cheeto. You don't have Sean Lee. But... You got Vander Esch back. You got all these defensive linemen. You like I, I I just don't I just I'm I'm telling you this defense is terrible. All right. Last question I have for you guys. If you guys have any other questions or thoughts y'all want to put out there, I have no problem with it. Uh let me start with you, Corey. Is Mike McCarthy coming back after this season?
4: Uh for whatever reason, I, I, I'll say yes, because Jerry Jones is, um, like, uh, one, he loves Mike McCarthy for whatever reason. Like, he didn't want to le- let him leave the house. So it seems like, you know, he didn't found his new uh, best buddy or whatever. And also, like, Jerry Jones' ego is not going to allow him to admit that he made a mistake this early. You know what I mean? Like, he, he'll he blame it on injuries or COVID and, and you know, no preseason. So I'm like, even even if they go 2-14, I got a feeling he, he'll bring him back and just, like, make him fire Mike Nolan or, you know, uh, probably fire a couple other assistants or something like that. Like, I don't see him admitting that he made a mistake after one year because he has so, all these built-in excuses as to why it didn't work out, you know, especially with Dak's injury. Greg, Mike McCarthy coming back next year?
2: Unfortunately, I I, I got to agree with Aaron. Um, I, You know, Jerry Jones' pride is, you know, that that, that that that's one of his biggest downfalls. And I, I unfortunately, I think he'll find another scapegoat. I mean, he'll probably trade a couple players. So he'll, he'll maybe fire Mike Nolan, which if you fire Mike Nolan, you kind of got to fire Mike McCarthy because um, he's the one who brought him in there. But it's, the thing about it is it's crazy. And I was texting my boys this uh, a little bit ago before I got on here with, you know, with, with, with what I said about, Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers and what's going on down here in Dallas, it just goes to show and highlight that that the NFL is a good old boys' club. Because you could you could get fired from one job and pick up another prize job just like that and bring in your whole crew with you. Meanwhile, you got cats like Eric Bieniemy, who should be a head coach. Mm-hmm. You got you got you got you got guys like Todd Bowles and Raheem Morris who one season of doing bad look at jim caldwell you know what i mean he went eight and eight what three years in a row and now and, and i think be, as of yesterday because of the win yesterday now since pat patricia has been there he has eight wins total you know what i mean and and and, and, and you got guys like chris richard who never really get in and kind of do what they got to do and stuff like that you know you got to do that the defensive coordinator salah out there in um in in San Francisco. And it's like, why have these guys gotten a shot when you got obviously got trash ass coaches that keep getting shot after shot after shot after shot after shot? After shot.
3: Aaron Mike McCarthy, will he be back?
1: Man, listen, the way I see it, I think he's gone after next weekend because we got Philly in Philly. I can see us getting beat forty forty-one to fourteen. I can see Jerry Jones saying, Look, we are two we're gonna seven. score
2: 14 points next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> garbage time.
2: <laughs> Look, my garbage ain't get picked up this morning, so i, I, I the garbage.
1: garbage <laughs> Man, listen, I'm just being uh, optimistic 41 14. But either, either way, I think with that. He's out the door because you can't start two and seven when we didn't look like this last year. We basically have the same roster. I mean, outside of of obviously Dak <clears throat> and, and the offensive line now. But still, like they're just not playing for him. You can't keep him around when they're not playing for him.
3: But see, that that's all right. That's my thing. That's why I put I put it more on the players. I mean, I, I do think Mike McCarthy will be back next year. I, I think he should be back. I just – I put it more on the players. I really do. Like, I'm not saying he's perfect because he is the one that brought Mike Nolan in here. That was clearly the wrong hire. But I think, like Corey said, Jerry Jones, like he already was was saying uh, on his uh, – he was on the radio today, he was saying that, he was like, well, we've been dealing with a lot of injuries and, you know, COVID really messed up our being able to come together. And if you look around the league, all the new coaches are, aren't are really doing that well and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there like, except for – yeah, the, like, the Browns are five
2: and two. Yeah.
3: I was like, the Browns are five Matt and two. Matt Rule, who yeah. didn't even interview. Exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that's like – I think that McCarthy should be doing better – but I feel like there was a culture of zero accountability <laughs> cultivated through Jerry Jones and over a decade of Jason Garrett. And then you got Mike McCarthy coming in here and be like, the house is on fire. And he didn't know the house was on fire when he was, when he was coming in here. But now it's on fire. And you're like, oh, it's your fault. This house is on fire. I'm like, look, Jalen Smith is trash. Demarcus Lawrence is trash. Zeke Elliott is trash." I don't care what y'all say. He's trash now. That's a trash running back. Um, I just feel like you got to give him at least another year. Now, if they do this again or it starts off poorly, then yeah, I'm like, you done. But the reality of the situation is this team's not going to win another game. They're going to go 2-14. They're going to get a top three pick, if not the number one pick. The only bad thing is that the Jets probably going to get that number one pick. But I say who somebody who wants Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, you go ahead and stack that joint and get picks and you sign deck and you keep it moving. But I mean, I'm sorry. They got a clean house after this year because I look at the players more so than I do the coach. And the fact that they want to quit on them because that's the thing people like y'all saying like, Oh, he quit. Like they quit on him. Clearly they quit on Garrett. That was clear as day to me. People is killing me how they don't remember. I remember what they looked like on Thanksgiving versus Buffalo. I remember when freaking Josh Allen on a QB sneak was standing right next to Jalen Smith, and Jalen Smith watched him bull right past him to get a first down. Like that was last year. But that
2: was, I mean, but but that was one game. We're talking seven.
3: That one game? Did you okay? So did you forget what like like the uh, Bears game when they when they had Trubisky looking like he was an All Pro, or when no, the look, performance I mean, put I, up I, in Philly? I'm not defending. Oh, wait, not not even Philly. New England.
2: I mean, I'm not defending Garrett, but I mean Man, I'm just saying like I don't think we ever started out two and seven under two
3: and five under him. Dog, I'm saying this. I'll say this. I'm not saying that McCarthy (laughs) has been great. Like he's definitely had his issues, but I put it more on these players than I do the coach, man. Cause especially on defense, that they they're garbage. They put forth zero effort, and I can't trust nobody that don't put forth no effort. The fact that you're sitting there watching your quarterback get decapitated, I mean, outside of Dak Prescott, there's not a single player on this team that has heart. And the other reason I'll go back to it is, like, it's always been the players. As I go back to last year, when Michael Bennett came in off the street, and he's immediately the leader of the defense. This dude, You wasn't even here! You wasn't even here! You coming in here like... We got to have a players only meeting. He's dictating to you. You've been here. He just came in off the street. So that's why I'm like, man, I, I just – I put it more on the players than I do. Well,
2: well, 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 here's one last thing, and I'm going to jump off here. I mean, going back to your you blaming the players and me blaming it on the coaching staff, My, I don't know if you guys saw this ESPNR call about Mike Nolan. Did you ever see that? My boy just sent it to me just then as we were talking. It says, uh, Cowboys, and 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 his comment was, You can't make this shit up. Um, Cowboys defensive coordinator Mike Nolan feels the heat after hot sauce (laughs) during conference call. I heard about this. He had to to dismiss himself early because he has some leftover Tabasco sauce on his fingertips. And he got it, he rubbed his eye and got it in his eye. You can't make this shit up. (laughs) Here's the thing about about It. it. Dig deeper. We're under COVID
3: protocol. You supposed to be washing your hands, Mike. Look, <laughs> if if Mike
2: McCarthy catch
3: COVID, that's a blessing for the Cowboys. Everybody wants to hear, talk about it was a blessing in disguise for like you got dummies like Tony Dungy talking about oh with Dak Prescott, this is a blessing in disguise because now you got to turn this thing over to Z. Well, he didn't turn it over to Z, and he's trash. He's robbing you. He's robbing this team. He is garbage. But all right, Greg. I'll see you later, man. All right, guys. You have, have a right.
2: good one.
3: Have a
1: good night.
2: All right, man.
3: All right, man. So y'all got all anything right. else to say? Cause I'm done. This look, Cowboys, I put it out there. I'm saying Cowboys, rest in peace 2020.
1: It died on 1025-20. Man, I'm trying to tell you, Danucci's gonna get a couple of victories. I mean, like I will be shocked. I would be shocked. Listen, we have no choice but to let these young guys play. That's my thing. I'm just like, put all the young guys in
3: there. That's where, where, my thing. Where's, put... where's Reggie Robinson? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where's Bradley and I? Like yeah. Neville, Neville Gallimore finally got some burn. I'm just like, right. put put the young guys in there and let's just go. Like, cause my thing is, if I'm Mike McCarthy, like you said, Air, I'm a Super Bowl winning coach. I go into this locker room and I say, how many of y'all that won something? Raise your hand. Oh, wait, none of y'all? None of y'all won anything? Like, so how about you shut the F up and you do what I say because I know what I'm doing?
4: He he need to go in there and be like, which one of y'all that spent the night at Jerry Jones' house? (laughs) Like, Jerry's going to get rid of y'all before he get rid of me. And you putting this garbage on on tape, who you think going to sign you when you're on the street looking for a job? Like Exactly. You got to put it to yeah. him just like that. But, th- but then at
1: the same time, isn't there a reason why veteran coaches normally let go of veteran players? Because, like, I I, I remember, like, Emma Smith, for example, when Bill Parcells joined, Bill Parcells got rid of him because that's cause they don't want to bump his with the older players. Like, they, yeah. they need the younger guys to buy into them. I mean, I guess the issue that you have I, – I, I
3: just look at this team and I feel like it's a cultural problem because I feel like, like, if Jason Garrett was the coach of this team, I'm pretty certain their record would still be 2-5. and five. I just believe really, – like, if Dak Prescott gets hurt and you, you get the same amount of injuries on the offensive line – This team is going to be just as bad because they. I seen it. I saw it previously. If something would go wrong on this team, Jason Garrett never made any proper adjustment to overcome it. So that's why it's like the people that I'll be hearing be like, they never did this for Garrett. I'm like, what are you talking about? They did the same freaking thing. They did the same thing. It's the same team. It hasn't changed. Like, that's why I give – Mike McCarthy a little bit of a pass, because I'm like, he just, like, he came in here, looked at it, and was like, what the heck? Like, I know these cats like this, but this is the culture that Jerry Jones cultivated. It's like, where they be like, oh, you don't have to win to be a cowboy. I mean, we're the most profitable team. We're always on TV. You a Dallas Cowboy, market yourself. And that's what they care about. They care more about marketing themselves than actually being part of a team, and I just go back to the Andy Dalton thing. Like, this dude got his head knocked off. You thought he was decapitated. I thought, like, I mean, and the rescue player, the quarterback, Fuller, showed more concern than the other team. Like, I mean, than the Cowboys. He was sitting there like, yo, what are you doing? Everybody else is over like, oh, I guess we got a punt. All right,
1: well, you all right? Like, while Dalton is laying there. I'm done. Yo. That's why Chris. That's why Chris Jones getting that work.
3: <laughs> I'm just, i I think I said, I said it. Corey, you wasn't on here. I said it last week. They don't care, so I don't care. And I remember Greg was like, "You should go to watch." That was true then. Guess what is happening Sunday night? I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. Why?
1: I'm not. watching Why it. have? Why are we the Sunday night game? Like that's what I'm saying. Flex, flex off. that joint out. <laughs> what are you doing?
3: NBC? Right. Like, you see that game? The last two weeks. If I'm NBC, I'm like, look, flex that thing out. Give me Steelers Ravens. Right. Give me something. I don't want the man, I'm telling
4: you. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked that uh when I was watching the game last night and they were advertising for next week.
3: Yeah, Al Michael's yeah. like,
4: we'll be in Philly watching that. I was like,
3: y'all not flexing that thing out? Like, yeah, i tell you right. what it is. Everybody wants to sit here and laugh at the Cowboys, so that's why they want to keep putting this out in prime time to get humiliated. And I'm going to say this, generic team, I got somebody sitting there texting me, to a different name, same result. I said, like, same result? What the F are you talking about? I said, like, when the last time Washington beat Dallas? It's been, like, 20 years. Get out here with that crap. <laughs> we sitting there trying to talk now? Oh, it's disgusting. Got everybody sitting there making funny memes. Now Zeke is a meme. I'm sick of this crap. Get this crap out of here.
1: Yo, so so one thing that, that I, I want to ask, though, so because we're primetime Sunday night, the whole world's watching, when we get routed like that, you don't think that they're going to think about letting McCarthy go? I, I because that, that that's a big game.
3: I think they'll fire Nolan. I, I, I just okay. think, like Corey said, yeah. Jerry Jones does not want to admit when he's wrong, and I think he'll look at it and be like, it's not Mike's fault, but you got to get rid of that defense coordinator. I, I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think if they get routed, Mike Nolan will not be back. Like, I just think that's that's it. Like, I think Mike Nolan is going to get fired. Now, if Mike McCarthy looks at it and go, I want to get away from this dumpster fire and he was trying to buck up and be like, well, I'm, if, if Nolan's going and I'm going, then yeah, then they both going to be going. And I'll be like, okay. Like, I, and I don't blame him. Because in all honesty, somebody, I saw somebody put this on Twitter. I know it's not going to happen, but I thought it was funny. And some somebody said, it's like, "Uh, oh, you people is getting on my nerves. Talk about the uh, <laughs> the Cowboys are going to get a top top three pick and – uh, draft Justin Fields and Dak Prescott is going to end up with the Patriots and I am sitting there laughing like look if I'm Dak Prescott and he's my agent and the, end up like the Cowboys want to draft the 20 something year old quarterback to try to fix this garbage and then I got Bill check or somebody calling me I will run I will run at the chance to get away from this hot garbage because Dak Prescott needs to get the MVP for not even playing another single game this season ridiculous.
1: Mm. So so I guess going into Sunday, the question we ask ourselves is uh, who should we pick up from the Eagles' wide receivers? Greg Ward? <laughs> is that who should you target for <laughs> fantasy football? <laughs> That's I'm, yo,
3: I'm telling you right now, I was looking at this thing. I'm mad at myself that I wouldn't have made a difference because Tyler Lockett went off, but I had picked up the Redskins tight end for the specific fact of, all oh, I'm going to play it. But then I was like, nah, I'm gonna play Tanya because he should have a bounce back game. And what I do what what what's his name do? Uh Logan Thomas do score a touchdown, get twelve I was like, he probably won't get twelve points the whole rest of the year hmm. until they play the Cowboys hmm. again. I'll like I I'm telling you right now, I don't know who's out there, but I'm definitely scouring the waiver wire for some Eagles players.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> got to. to
3: light them up.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> they, uh... <laughs>
3: <laughs> I appreciate you guys coming back on. Next time I have you on, we'll probably be talking fantasy football because that's where my focus <laughs> is. I don't even care. Yeah, My focus is right. that I was hot about Tyler Lockett going off. I'm like, and the thing that made it so bad was I had Tyler Lockett on my other team, so I was and I needed him to do well, but then I was looking at it versus Greg, I mean, versus uh Mark, and I was like, man, come on, man. I was, like, I was like, well, at least Hopkins might. And then I was like, Ah, oh, forget it. I was like, just forget it. Mm. <laughs> All right, you guys have a good
1: one, man. All right,
3: All right fellas, have a good one. Peace. Peace. That's gonna do it for the zero to one hundred podcast. The uh, Cowboys did lose to the Eagles tonight, which was not the surprise. The surprise was the defense actually played. Now I don't know if the defense is actually going to be better or it's just that the Eagles is garbage Um, I like to think it's the latter because Carson Wentz is trash and I'm going to say this any freaking Eagles fans that dare if you dare think for a millisecond that Carson Wentz is on Dak Prescott's level you need to shut the heck up because you don't know what you're talking about because I saw if the Cowboys had any ounce of decent quarterback play, or if Ezekiel Elliott could actually show that he deserved the money that he's being paid, the Cowboys should have won this game um, because it was pathetic. And and if it wasn't for a god awful blown call by the official by the officials that gave the Eagles a defensive touchdown when I'm kinda confused how a guy is laying on the ground with the ball pinned to his chest and then a Cowboys person knocks the ball out of his hand after he's already been laying there and you call that a live ball and let them run it all the way back for a touchdown and you review it and or did you even review it? It was pretty ridiculous. It almost makes me go, because the point spread was 10 points, did you guys have some bets on the game, and you had to make sure that the Eagles covered the spread, because that was some bullcrap. But uh point is, Cowboys are now 2-6, and, and I honestly, I don't see them winning another game. I just don't. I mean, if Andy Dalton is able to play again, then maybe they'll win one game or two, but they're definitely not winning more than four, if that. And I'm saying seriously if that, because I think they'll win. I don't think they'll win another game. I just, I mean, if the defense plays like they did tonight the rest of the way, then yeah, they can win maybe a game, but that's if their offense could actually do something. And Dak Prescott... If I'm his agent, and I said it in this episode, I said it. I was just like, if I'm his agent and the Cowboys come to me and they want to try to give me the same deal that they offered, like 5 for 35 or whatever, I'm telling them to eat a D. I'm telling them to eat a whole bag of these and not a bag of Doritos, as my wife would say. Um, I'm talking about eat a whole bag of these because when Dak was the quarterback, the offense averaged 32 points per game um, when he's not been the quarterback they've averaged seven point seven point two points per game um, they haven't scored a touchdown in two straight games so yeah you're going to pay me my money uh, but that's going to do it for the 0-100 to 100 podcast uh, next episode is the uh, second part of the episode I'm calling the end game. Um, It's all politics. And again, I can't stress it enough. We have to vote. We got to get this guy out of here. He has been a disaster. I mean, I, I just can't, like, I remember four years ago, I was traumatized from what took place that night. And even like when you finally come to grips that, okay, Donald Trump is the president of this country you thought, okay, it's going to be bad, but we can get through this for, it was way worse than I thought it was going to be. I did not think it was going to be as bad as it was, but it's, it it, it was beyond our imaginations of how horrible this, this man was as president in this country. So I am begging people to get out there and vote. And come back and listen to the next episode that will be posted very shortly after this episode. So, you're getting two for one this weekend. Um, I really appreciate those that have been listening and supporting. If you want to join the conversation, uh, email the show at 0to100pod at gmail.com. That's the number 0-T-O-P... the uh, uh, grief. I'm sorry. That's the number 0-T-O, the number 100... P-O-D at gmail.com. It's 0-100-pod to 100 pod at gmail.com. Also, make sure you follow me on Twitter at WCWPoet. Uh man. I, I, I'll i say this. This is the last thing I'm going to say about the Cowboys because I, I don't know when I'll, I'll uh, talk about the Cowboys again. Um, I was so happy and optimistic when Jason Garrett was fired. It made me... I know you shouldn't take pleasure in someone losing their job, but he was not a good coach. I don't care what his record was, like, that they never had, like, they only had, like, two losing seasons with him as a coach. He was not a good coach. He was terrible. He was not a good coach. And I still think Mike McCarthy is a good coach. I just think they have... Really bad talent, and that starts with the people that are picking it, which is Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and even Will McClay. They refuse to invest in a safety, and it shows every week that it like they were. There's certain positions they refuse to invest in: safety, defensive tackle, and it shows. And they pay the wrong people. They pay people too early, or they don't pay the right people. And it's just, I I think if they had Byron Jones and Trayvon Diggs, they would have like solid corners. And the fact that you let Byron Jones walk and you pay Jalen Smith, who, like I said, is easily the worst linebacker in the NFL. It just shows that you have a problem with evaluating talent. And so I'm still going to be optimistic when it comes to next season uh, with Mike McCarthy. But this season is done. It's a wash. Like, it... It's a uh, another victim of uh, it, it was just of, of horrible circumstances and it's just bad. So uh, make sure you ch- uh, come back and check out the next uh, zero to one hundred podcast. There's a number of episodes I have in the pipeline um, and things to talk about. Me and my wife actually went to the movies last weekend, and um, I'll ex- you know. Discussed that experience with her because it was crazy Uh Boy, it's just I'm sorry. I'm so bummed that the Cowboys season is over and it's it's just makes me sad It really does. I'm, I'm a die-hard Cowboys fan I'm still gonna root for the Cowboys even though I hate the majority of the people on the team right now outside of Dak deck Prescott, Trayvon Diggs and um, All C.D. Lamb and uh, Michael Gallup and Mari Cooper, but outside of that, I just, there's nobody I really like. Anyway, uh, make sure you guys come back and check out the political episode. Uh, I will include the first 10 minutes from this episode and that episode as well, just so everybody gets the full uh, context of everything. But this has been the Zero to 100 podcast. Let's do this. We're in the endgame now. We're out.